evoking magic of the everyday wonderment of life and death, one bitch at a time. Step inside, bewitch seance. Episode, Bleeding Moon. Luca la Brua, coming to y'all from the in-between spaces of her face's first quarter into waxing gibbous. The potency of my moon blending with the seance to spiral us into the 29th of our Sunday at 3.29 to honor all of the numbers along with the fullness of how she moves our blood I was greeted to open space with the sun coming out. As it's been all morning, the clouds just dance in and out from the mountaintops. And Alcoco, which is Hawaiian for sort of like the translation is like the essence of a rainbow where it's not fully formed but it's visible right in front of my view and it began to form into a rainbow and the arch came out of the mountainside which was fucking dope so I thought yeah now is the time I swear, it's so fucking similar to the northern part of Hawaii. Yes. Now is the time. I love those synchronicities of having something on your heart and your mind. And yeah, I've been sitting here um, awaiting the start of the seance. It really, really fucking trips me out at how it happened so precisely. So, there's so much that has <laughs> juiced itself through this seance, thinking of why there is this deep, deep disgust, taboo, and blatant shame for the natural rhythm of what allows for life to happen and not happen. I understand that most find blood a squeamish topic, even though we 
walk around in it every day. Your sack of skin holds it. Da-na-na. I also dares ya. I double dares ya. If there's this like, ooh, I don't want to hear it. And you are the one that bleeds. Or you go, ugh, God, I don't have a moon cycle. Fuck this shit. I don't need to listen. If you know a bitch that gets to go through the cycle of bleeding monthly, having that juiciness come out between her legs, then it applies to you because if you share a world with her, your world is affected as well. No one comes out unscathed. Oof. What does it look like to hone that shit instead of being afraid of it or pretending like it doesn't exist? So going back inside as we just went through the messages, the angels and the demons, I was like, yes, deeper still, let's go into the womb of what it looks like to be in tune when you are flowing in your blood, in yourself. What the fuck is that about? The magic that lies in the sacrifice. If you give yourself the opportunity to honor that cycle, the natural rhythm, the bleeder, or those witnessing her. What is the process, the creation and the release that happens in that very key, potent, powerful, bountiful few days of the month? How do you hold space for yourself, bitch? And how do you hold space as her bitch for your beautiful bitch? How? Holding spaces for bitches, holding your own space. Navigating the ever-changing tides of her flow and how we all flow around that flow. May we be reminded of the Ten of Wands to keep close to our hearts with an open mind. The Ten of Wands. The upturned jed, uncertain victory, oppression, illusory success. The jed being almost like a totem, the spine of Osiris, possibly the creator god, 
Ptah and Osiris, okay, the Egyptian god of the afterlife, the underworld, and the dead. It is commonly understood to represent his spine. So, yeah, thank you again, Wikipedia, for showing the fuck up. I miss, I miss libraries and reference books and archives. <sighs> dream, like real, 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 real dream. To be able to explore to my leisure for a year the libraries underneath the Vatican. Um, that is the first thing I would do if I had an invisibility cloak. First place. Off we go. Off we go to Italy. First, obviously, Napoli, the pizza, duh. And then straight to fucking Rome. I would sleep in that library, eat. Definitely not poop in it. I would not do that there. He thought it was hilarious. I really enjoy the fluidity in the artwork of the Egyptians. The in-betweenness of all of it. It encompasses one thing and then it shifts and you see another and it is all of it in an image. Seeing this ten of wands, the blood full moon in this in the chalice of and being held with these ovaries and then the ovaries translating into testes and then the testes into a penis and then you have a vagina and then it's like all things and oh yeah it's uh potent stuff especially when the message shows up right in time for the opening of our seance. Gracias to the reminder of death. <laughs> Osiris. That must have been a gunshot from someone hunting. And also Ta, the creation, which takes us back to the cycles. Let's start at the very beginning. I thought we've already started. This is definitely the kind of house where like a creepy kid ghost would live. Um, yeah. There are all sorts of fun personalities in here. In the house too. So, in this sack of wonder was born into woman raised catholic and for sure ride or die thespian pa la vida wey he knows what's up blood has always fascinated me it's just kind of been a part of all 
of those things and you know el pinche saying como se dice blood is thicker than water and i'm like huh okay what does that actually mean you mean like blood is thicker than water when it comes to animal sacrifice or like are you talking about the dithyrams and the greek amphitheaters where you like sacrifice a goat to dionysus that like that reference to blood is thicker than water or the offering the gift of, of life you know as the water which engulfs encompasses is the feminine going through the moon cycles of life and death the tides my temple creates a monthly ritual brewing into a chalice of blood <laughs> to remind of the enduring frailty of existing the cycles of creation and destruction the practice of patience to be and honor my magical vessel and he's like nah i just meant like not that so that's what i mean by blood is thicker than water when someone throws out that notion and then turns away or at the sight or thought or talk of blood the way that it sustains ah where's that disconnect we used to hunt you heard the shotgun there is a closeness and reverence that we have to blood and we've also been told to find disgrace in it when you bleed in between your legs you and the tides move to the phases of her the moon <laughs> if you're curious you know because why not everybody has fucking time right especially now we all have pinche tiempo para hacer algo so why not experiment with something new i've really enjoyed writing down my rhythms to her days having a moon app is so lovely and helpful i get to see what sign she's in and what phase and i really enjoy going through like my process in the day um and seeing where i am and then seeing where she's at sort of that symbiosis and seeing how it aligns with my own flow experimentation of what you find you'll never fucking know unless you do it yourself you know have our own ways in which we like to go so there's the sacrifice of blood and that i was also taught at a very young age before 
my moon actually like started and that cycle when that process started for me it was through Catholicism and the blood of Christ in my first communion along with the body of Christ the entire thing <laughs> because uh, why wouldn't you use that I don't know what happened to the bones imagine being able to use the skull of Jesus for Hamlet I think that would be really fun for someone um, and trippy too you know can you imagine being the one holding the skull of Jesus at a school play so blood yeah that but before the first communion in a very like in your face way you know because Catholics don't hold back and they throw it right on the cross you know in a little pañalito um a little towel slash diaper skirt um cloth loin cloth of sorts um to not show his dick which I'm sure was hanging out because dude are you kidding me yeah that's the one thing that stayed on after that journey and getting stoned and spat on and crucified so there's definitely blood on that cross that's a very clear um thing that uh, is just like scorched into any catholic's brain i suppose uh i would have appreciated the ease of of like christianity you learn the story in time you know and it's like oh, okay and then you do it's not so like what how, is he being barbecued like who would hang anybody like that ever like what human in the right mind would ever do that to something else apparently humans are insane so there comes to this point where like you learn of blood and the sacrifice of blood and the shit that somebody does this is the highest offering i could give is my blood is my life the sacredness of the blood of christ but all of a sudden when i have fucking blood coming out of my pussy and i'm like oh shit well now this is gonna happen for how long every month all right well <clears throat> cool i guess and then you're just that's it like nobody says anything other than that but recoils at it wait it's fucking confusing because last time i fucking checked my monthly stigmata to the dogmatic sermon of divine communion is of sacrifice power magic and intuition to spirit in the same way that fucking jesus knew what the fuck was up it's in surrender to the things I cannot change and in grace for flying through the seemingly impossible. So why the fuck is this being shushed? The blood as a conductor. Not only 
as a reverence, as a ritual, as the holy water because blood is thicker than water. And then we have the story again, the water to wine. And here I go, stepping out my first communion, drinking the blood, and later hiding my blood. Uh, things aren't making sense, yo. In ritual and communion, I drink the blood of Christ. And in my monthly, moonly, witchy cycle, I hide away and pretend like I don't have power. No choice. Bored. So, the moment of divine and absolute ecstasy of understanding the mirror of Christ of Jesus cuz let's get for real that motherfucker was a warlock like no other he stepped into and mirrored back and reminded bitch you are the crucible for the connection of deep intuitive exploration but yet it's a machine if you have a glorious cunt remember yes we are reflections and we retell our stories and they come through different costumes and facets On that crucifix, there was always a bleeding Jesus. You gotta put blood if you don't want anybody to think about the dick underneath the cloth. That's how it goes. You both, you drip tears of blood. They come from my magically cosmic cunt. Salud, bitch. Drink up. I remember the idea of Jesus being a teacher in the same way that Pi does in Life of Pi. So one of my favorite parts of that story is the awe and respect that he has for all of his teachers regardless of where they come from and like Vishnu was one of his first introductions to all of this fucking weirdness uh, Jesus was introduction to mine and instead of shitting on all of the beautiful teachings that humans um, created into bizarre little groups and put names on them and you know categorized did it all the things it 
does not take away from the awe of life that exists not only in Jesus but in Vishnu and in Gautama and in Teresa and Sor Juana Inés de la Cruz y todas las bitches out there. So as I've moved through this healing of my own blood and sort of seeing the shame that lies behind it, it's been a question of how does one turn burning shame to blood magic. It's easy to forget your power when we're taught to be afraid of it. So I've been thinking how, yeah, if you can trace it back, follow the fucking breadcrumbs into the spiraling woods, the pain that we're collectively facing in different ways because we are in different costumes but the pain is still the pain. And so where is the shame? Where is the shame so much that the woman cannot be in her own divine goddess every month? And for that to be acknowledged, validated, and held? Mm. Oh yeah, I pray for the day that's outside of the Burning Man space and not that I'm not grateful for all of these incredible spaces that can hold it, but I also don't want to have to go out into the middle of the desert. It'd be so nice to pop into town. Today we're going to do some moon painting. Um, yeah. <sighs> That'll be the day, that'll be the day, dun 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 dun. In order for that very intimate, very vortex spirally journey of that vulnerability of stepping into something like that also needs the process of, of healing. So where does that come from a being able to own it right because no one no one no importa quién es eso me decía mi mamá no importa quién es nobody is allowed to take your power unless you give it to them so the healing must begin yes we all must begin the process and the balance of that being honed and owned again alongside remembering the deities, Odin, Mixcotal, quien mas, Paquet, Orion, Artemis, Ogun, Herne, or Herne, or Hern, Kernuos, all of these deities take us back to the reverence, the divinity of hunting, 
the reminder of the cycle of life and death, most of us are so far, 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 far removed from that. And that really allows for a balance to come in, to find a compassion and a patience and a deep love of gratitude for someone to be able to bleed monthly. And instead of shunning them and putting them away, no, you go away, you dirty, dirty woman. Put on a diaper and bleed in the dark. I go into like this very intense moment where I'm sitting with a group of wonderful Indian women and the information about the menstrual cycle and their eyes, like I literally just showed them the holy grail and they couldn't believe it. And I remember thinking, what else are they not selling us? Probably a shit ton, probably like all of it. And probably you have to just like dismantle and rebuild dismantle, rebuild, reuse, recycle, and love. It's all very complicated, and I don't know how to juggle it all. Hunting. Our hunting, our blood, our healing to the things that make us human and that remind us of the magic, the innate fluidity in nature that allows us to connect through ritual, through understanding of the cycles, to have a mirror of the other and not shame them and not scold them and not be mad because they don't know how. None of us know how. That's the fucking point. How do we learn together? I think it's absolutely wicked that we get to live in a time where everything is so hot. It's a spicy out there. With where we are, where we are in processing our pain, acknowledging it, standing up to it, being accountable for it, calling it out, and being accountable. Those two things are not one in the same, but it is absolutely beautiful magic to see that we are calling out what we need to call out. And we also have to do some deep healing of accountability. And how do we move through that? How do we move? Magpie, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Me too. It's one of my favorite observations to see the costumes of the masculine and the feminine, the way that the universe exists in dualities and trying to fit things and trying to have other things understand the 
existence, reality, at least a bit of understanding, walking in someone else's shoes, that I love the games the universe plays. They're way, 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 way better than anything we could possibly come up with. We've already talked about it. Monopoly, life, really bored. So as I move on to a lot more compelling games, I have yet to navigate my space back into a hunt which archery is something I have been wanting to do for a few years now and now being in a place where I can I look forward to getting into a space where there is that movement that happens with your intention of having a life nourish yours. I've had the opportunity to call chicken in the past and literally chickened out myself. I just couldn't. At last minute, I was like, nope. So there is something there that I'm still moving through as well as my own moon blood cycle. Um, but that process, because it is a part of my body, it is part of my routine there was a facing of it that I wanted to do um, because I did for a while hide it away and I didn't really understand or question what was the information that I was given in terms of um, what it looked like to bleed and what it looked like to bleed with rhythm and in ritual and in honor and in options that weren't just cotton bleached pussy sticks that go in between your legs to stop your flow so you can get a yeast infection or TSS instead. So there's this thing where it's like you have to break out of that and then go through the ill gross process because wait, what, a cup? And it holds your blood and you have to dispose of it and wash it out and do that cycle. Ew, like I just want to... I just want to like throw it in the toilet and like flush it and say bye because why would I? Oh no, thank you. It seemed insane to me that I had this level of discomfort. And so then I thought, fuck that. I'm just going to test it. Like I'm going to test it because why not? I'm just going to dismiss a possibility, another, you know, option. And let alone, I'm also considering my health at this point because this isn't something that they teach us, um, unfortunately. So what does it look like to take hold of your chalice, of your pussy, of that, of what you put in your body, what holds your body, all of those things. Ask and ask the fuck away. You know, and if somebody can't answer your question, go searching for it. It's important to know these things, this cycle, this connection that you have to something outside of yourself. The synchronicities that we have to the moon aren't a coincidence. Nature doesn't have coincidences. Nature has patterns and habits and rhythms and a symbiosis that is much, much bigger than we can comprehend. 
but our body understands. The body always knows more than the mind. The mind is the thing that keeps us away from the deep intuition we always feel and we know how to find. So ask the questions of what does my blood look like? Do you know when, how? I didn't. Now I do. I know the portions. I know the color, the smell, all of those things. And it also depends on my stress levels, where I am in my life, how I am, where I flow. That is so in tune to the moon. Nature knows what the fuck she's doing. Where am I in relation to my flow? That's the question that constantly comes up. It checks me constantly. Bitch, where are you in spirit, body, mind? You know, it's your blood. I always think like, all right, when I finally made the decision, I'm going to try the cup. And by the way, obviously, I never turned back. If anything, I just spiraled deeper into that delicious pomegranate juice of my own magia. Once I moved past that, it was always like, bitch, I've done nastier things in bed. Like, move past it. You're fine. It's my blood. Mine. From my glorious pussy. Nobody said I'm going to be fucking Dracula and drink it. I'm going to keep it, you know, to the Jesus Christ wine reference. But hey, to each their own. What is it called? A rainbow kiss? That's what I was told it was in high school. When you get eaten out, cunnilingus, and you're on your moon. Rainbow kiss. Which I thought was brilliant that I happened to see a rainbow at the beginning of this, you know? I was like, oh, rainbow kiss. Mm. I am into finding a Dracula. Don't know if I'll ever have the courage to actually take a shot. <laughs> and if it is so appalling to you obviously like hey you don't have to drink it that's not what i'm saying but if even talking about it is so appalling to you again i dare you i double dares you to sit with that and ask why because that's where the healing is that's where the questions of like ooh, that's a sweet spot Ooh, that's a sensitive one. Ooh, i'm triggered a fuck i'm lit why what is it let the healing journey continue open to that. <sighs> that is flow. Rituals of honoring, surrender. What we translate as our moon flow. And the healing is so necessary. Otherwise you hold on to the pain like the badass bitch from Avatar The Last Airbender. She was in like one episode. I wish they had an entire series on her. She's like this incredible blood-bending bruja who's a little cracked. She's got a little shining 
and I loved this episode because it was when I was going through my own deconstruction of what my moon cycle was for me, what my moon blood was for me, what my rhythms, what all of it meant, breaking it down bit by bit. And she, the most potent during the full moon, and my moon cycle had already been shifting at this point so i really loved the idea of stepping bit by bit more and more into a space of ritual for myself when i bled and the first day for me takes precedent over everything anything anyone else that day and knowing around when I will be in flow also helps me plan that for myself if planning is something that I want to do and I go in and out of that go very from like type a to type not even on the alphabet so it depends on where I am these rituals of honoring surrender my flow started when I was very type A um, color coordinated highlighted and you know all of the things so slowing down without pushing through was so fucking hard to do and It was this question that I had to sit with constantly and ask myself. It was like, all right, all right, yes, yes, we know you're a badass bitch. How are you listening and honoring that authentically, truly to where you are, where your state is in spirit, body, in mind right now, in this moment without fucking ibuprofen donde, where are you? and being honest with that and how do you step into that uy dios open heart chakra that is intense vulnerability and uy does the pain flow let the kundalini go and the connections that begin to happen by allowing this honor to happen on a monthly basis then it becomes ritual it becomes routine it becomes an honoring a recognition a conscious process of your own life and death cycle while you go through the process of womb man we <sighs> have a, a nice list of the things that I love to do it's like a go-to in case you know all of the demons want to create all of the excuses that day for why something can't happen there's always a list of like the endless possibilities if I decide to move through it in a way that's gonna feel 
healing by by surrendering to that it's really hard to surrender to a bath or to yoga or painting singing eating well even making a delicious salad like a, a meal where I take time to do that sleeping doing one less thing a day no that was terrifying for me anything you know meditating anything that could poten potentially make me feel better and but there's this excuse of like I can't because I can't because that I can't because train will chew 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 on forever until it has nothing left to chew on and it's like the need to take care of that how do we honor that regardless of everything that is going on outside of our crazy ass fucking lives because we also have some crazy ass shit drama because we all interact with some crazy ass shit humans and we all gotta go through this crazy ass shit thing so slowing down to honor the flow and what I've loved recognizing through these rituals is that in honoring the surrender and flow there's an honor to the pain because there's the allowance to feel it in a deep way and in whatever way it wants to come out this month was my first painting and the alignment back to my full moon. So I really enjoyed how this has moved through. And the building of that requires the trusting of the process. Like nature, everything, todo. It takes time. Being able to write shit down is extremely helpful as a bookkeeper of change because I can read back to see where where I was and it allows me to find gratitude where I am. I keep a journal nearby with my favorite pen near my bed at all times and like a pocket um a pocket pouch of color pencils and pens and markers in an exercise that is very enjoyable irritating and absolutely enlightening all in one stroke is being able to write down one word a day if you can't be fucked to write more than that, one word a day. And eventually, you know, you write a sentence. And for me personally, I love pen to paper. It's necessary that it is pen to paper. I screen allows me to delete, rechange things, change my mind, close it, and pen to paper expresses what I want to say without inhibitions and I love the rawness of that naked penmanship 
So moving through this pain again alongside all of the other shit that we've already talked about. Like Colette would say, the hand that holds the pen. Is all right. Writes history. And also you want dinner. Gotcha. Alongside this blood bitch bruja from Avatar The Last Airbender, my potency lies in a full moon. And that was a very poignant transitional state in my own personal life because it has not always been the full moon. And it was an initiation of sorts through an intimate relationship that I had never had with the moon prior. So the shift of my moon cycle along with her face really drew curiosity for me in terms of what it meant to be aligned because there were very clear things that I felt in my life aligned with and to so there was a compass now to sort of help navigate alongside the dreams that were always a thing but when I am in flow under the full moon and in the astral state it's curiouser and curiouser when there's shifts for me in my flow when something needs tending within she draws back in darkness and I love the exploration of what she continuously shows me in shadow we all move to the beat of our own drum so we are all in different phases and it all means different things for each one depending where along we are this is from ongoing observation and putting into action different methods that made sense for me and the beliefs that I want to put into practice for my own livelihood and magical exploration and of course they look weird as fuck all it's never easy to step into the spiraliness of the illusion of life but there are tools and there are ways and there are networks to hold space in order to help you and allow you to delve into your crimson sacrifice as you unfurl your divine magic, you glorious bitch, a deasia, a double deasia. Take out a pen.
write it, dance it, sing it, explore it, love the pain, it will teach you. Let it guide you, not keep you, to each their own. Gracias a todas las cosas for the journey of allowance to be here in the cold, in the fog, in the trees with the birds, feeling the stones in a place I can call home. And thank you to all of you for stepping up to go through the process of your demons, through blood, sweat, and tears in order to continue healing. Y ahí está la luna. Speaking of la bruja. Gracias a todos. At the bottom of that episode, under web of spells, you will find all the puzzle pieces, breadcrumbs for this seance. Spiral further into your weird for our magic moon days. Parte dos of Bleeding Moon. Welcoming other witches and wizards as we ask them. Tell me the tale of finding magic in your bleeding moon. Until that non-existent point in time when we meet again in whatever form. (laughs) Stay fucking weird, bitches.